Hey, Mobile listeners, real quick thing to tell you about that's coming up. If you're in Mobile on October 26th, the University of South Alabama is hosting a screening of the 1961 film Judgment at Nuremberg, directed by Stanley Kramer. If you've never seen the film, it's about the Nuremberg trials, the judges' trial specifically, where former Nazi officials were placed on trial following the end of World War II. It's considered one of the more important international law events of the 20th century, and it was a trailblazer in the legal profession for human rights and crimes against humanity. The film is being screened in the Marx Library at the University of South Alabama campus in Mobile, and it will feature a panel discussion of which I am a part. So if you want to come to that event, it is October 26th at the Marx Library at the University of South Alabama in Mobile. For more details about the event, you can click on the link in the show notes of this episode. Hope to see you there. want to get up. I'm, I'm making rice. It's it's late at night. I'm making rice for tomorrow as I want to do when I talk to you, Dustin. Um, yep. As I was about to sit down, I was like, oh, I got no rice left. I got to make the rice. rice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so here I am making rice for, for tomorrow because I'm, I'm plum out of rice. Plum out of rice. Plum out of rice. All right. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which is Lightyear. Uh, yes. This movie that uh, exists despite my best efforts. So right off the bat, I'll just, I'll just say people. All right. <sighs> all right. So Lightyear is a, is a, is a, is a film technically. Um, and, yes. uh, it's, it was directed, uh, so it's, it's directed by Angus McLean. Yeah. That's um, right. who has worked with Pixar for a while, mm-hmm. um, like going all the way back to a bug's life. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, Angus McLean and stars and the voices of Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, Taika Waititi, um, Peter Sohn, and a few others, including James Brolin, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're listening, you know what Lightyear is. It's it's a it's Pixar decided to make more Toy Story stuff, but not of the toys. We're going to tell the what was pitched multiple times as multiple different things. The real Buzz Lightyear story, the live action Buzz Lightyear story, the Buzz Lightyear origin story. And after watching the movie, I can tell you that this is just, first of all, it's a cash grab. Um, yeah. Second of all, it is, um, it is all, it is a Toy Story movie, barely. It is a Toy mm-hmm. Story movie in an effort to cash in on the audience. And I feel like that should piss people off. Um, Mm -hmm. but people, regular people, most people I talk to are just curious and want to see it because they're curious and they don't either don't care or don't realize or aren't bothered by by the fact that it exists. And, and that lack of care bothers me. Um, but, um, my kids, when I watched this and the whole time I was like, it's not a bad movie. Um, if you remember and pretend that it's not a toy story film, 
if you can watch the movie and say, this is not a Buzz Lightyear story, this is just a regular spaceman and his space friends doing stuff, it bears no resemblance to Toy Story because it's not about toys. It is a space movie uh, starring human beings. And the only reason you're reminded it's a Toy Story film is because they're wearing the green Space Ranger suits, characters named Buzz. He repeatedly says lines that are in the all the other Toy Story films just to remind you. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. And repeatedly. Yeah. And uh, but otherwise it bears no resemblance. That's what's bizarre about this to me is that it doesn't have to be a Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah. But it's a Buzz Lightyear movie because because it is. Yeah. You gave it one star. Yeah. I gave it one star. <laughs> <laughs> My review just says no. It just says the <laughs> word no on Letterboxd. Yeah. Um and and my review is actually a quote from Buzz Lightyear in the first uh, Toy Story film, which is there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Um, <laughs> right. There were like 15 pithy comments that like or one sentence reviews that popped into my brain after this movie mm-hmm. that I could have yeah. put on Red Bo- or Letterboxd. And I was like, no, I'm I'm just whatever. I don't even care I enough. Lo- I to would subject. love you're mocking me, aren't you? And then yes, Buzz. Yes, they are. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my take on Lightyear is this. Yes, it's a cash grab. Yes, it's Toy Story kind of in certain aspects only, um, but not really at all. I I don't even think this is a good movie. Um I, I think I think this is a fundamentally flawed movie. I think that Buzz as a character is uh, boring. I think he lacks any sort of personality beyond complete mission, complete mission, complete mission, complete mission. That's the only thing he cares about. Is it because he's based um, on a piece of plastic? It could very well be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the supporting characters in this are all 100% forgettable. Which is crazy because you think about Pixar's track record with supporting characters and like ensembles. They're great. They're always so memorable. Yeah. This is like you got Taika Waititi basically just playing Taika Waititi, but yep. the the Pixar version. We won't get into that because we've already talked about that. Yeah. Um, it's a problem. Got, this movie perpetuates it. That is correct. Um, you've got random old lady. Don't remember her name. <laughs> you know what? I kept thinking random old lady. I was like, this is just Max mom from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I felt <laughs> a lot like that woman who, uh, yeah, you know, kind of sure. Yes. Um, Mrs. Max, also, I think is her name. <laughs> yes. Also you have Hawthorne. I don't remember her actual name, but I, you know, the name Hawthorne because they say it's 1.7 times, 1.7 million times in this film. Yeah. Hawthorne, you're a Hawthorne. Your grandma's a Hawthorne. Everyone's a Hawthorne. You're you a have Hawthorne, to be yeah. a Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah. And uh, act like a Hawthorne. Why aren't you more of a Hawthorne? And I'm like, God, stop talking about the name. Um, and then um, and then you have random robotic uh, cat companion. Um, oh, that is clearly designed to only sell toys and well, no other and, and, reason. And sort of low-key cash in on what makes Baymax funny. Mm-hmm. It's almost like their their model for the for socks was okay, gotta be an animal, but robots are funny too. Let's make a cute cat robot. Well, and and, and it's uh, it's just like Deus Ex Machina, the character, 
because every time they're in a jam, they're like, Socks, can you help? Yep. And then and then Socks is like, yep. And then a blowtorch comes out of Socks' mouth. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Swiss Army character here. Yeah. Um, and and then and then the voices for all of these, like, okay, Taika Waititi, whatever. The old lady, fairly memorable. That's kind of like in my ear sounds like a Pixar character. Mm-hmm. But but I again, the character is nothing. Yeah. Um uh Hawthorne, whatever, just voice. Um Socks is voice. Could have been any voice. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, this voice means nothing. And then and then Chris Evans, who I do want to talk about because okay. Chris Evans was simultaneously good mm-hmm. in this role and very not good at the same time. <laughs> and and here's what I mean by that. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's any fault of him. I think it's the direction, and here's why. Mm-hmm. first of all chris evans is a good actor so there's so he's capable of a good performance yeah um and the only reason that i say this is at times not a good performance is because it isn't his performance all of those lines we talk about he delivers exactly like tim allen delivers it in toy story yes or toy story 2 it, there is nothing like new or put my own spin on it it is exactly he delivers like them intonation the same way. yeah exactly you're mocking me, aren't you? It's the yeah. exact same, like everything. Um, and, and so it's not that it's a bad performance. It's that that's not his performance. And it was so blatant that it was just them like, okay, let's call back to the thing. And you just, it's not, you're, you're calling back to it already. The fucking movie is called Lightyear. Right. At some point he says, you are a sad, strange little man or what he's it is not man, but he says something, but it's the same thing. And it's like, just stop. Stop. With the, stop. <laughs> and then they have to recontextualize. So now we're not even talking about Chris. We're talking about the, the story where you have to recontextualize everything to infinity and beyond is not a statement that he says of like, you know, let's go. It's yeah. it's now like a meaningful, heartfelt you know, remembrance yeah. of a character who's between passed. buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, okay. Buzz like your mission log. The whole, that whole yeah. device is like, that doesn't make any sense. His mission log, the thing to have done would have been to bring that back in the third act as something that was good for him to have spent so much time doing. Like maybe yeah. they found buzz and they could track him because he left an extensive mission log over decades. You're describing a screenplay. <laughs> Am I, Am I talking about writing? Am I talking about writing? writing. <laughs> okay. You're talking about setup and payoff. This <laughs> this has none of that. Um, but they tell us like in the first 10 minutes, uh, the the grandma Hawthorne, Hawthorne is like, uh, why do you do that? No one's listening to that. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, whatever. I do it for me. And uh, and I'm like, that's dumb. No one's listening to your mission logs. Like, isn't it someone's job to listen, listen to your mission logs? They'd right. have to. They'd have to be. That'd be like me doing the Hooper cast by myself for 60 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Which might end up um, happening, but like, you know, until then possible. I'm going to make fun of Buzz for doing it. There you go. And then you feel like, okay, I'm finally going to get what I want here because they introduced Zerg and it's like, Zerg's going to be a cool villain. Mm-hmm. Nope. Zerg's <laughs> nothing. Zerg doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> And, um, and I, I'm not spoiling anything, but I will say Zerg does not matter. No, it does not matter. No. And, and literally I had to watch the climax of this film twice. I was convinced, absolutely convinced that my Disney plus skipped. 
<laughs> like 15, because it yeah. is so anticlimactic. I was conv- like it got to the end and I saw like I I I was watching my computer so I, I hovered over it and saw the 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 timeline and that there's 20 minutes left and and the climax has already happened and so I'm like oh okay so clearly there's more to it whatever but then I realized like oh it's just credits and all of those long Disney Plus like other language credits right and it like that's all, and and the movie is over. And yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 I skipped something. I had to have skipped something. <laughs> yeah. So I go back and um, and it is so rushed and anticlimactic the way that they uh, finally bring Buzz and Zerg together in mm-hmm. the climax does not make any sense whatsoever. It is <laughs> it is rushed. I, I cannot fathom how that actually happened because it, it was unlike anything I'd ever experienced in a movie. I genuinely thought I missed something. Do you want me to just say what it was? Yeah. I, okay. All right. So the the bottom line here, and this is this really is, I think, my biggest nitpick with the entire film mm-hmm. is because it, it shocked me so much. Buzz is in the ship and he's got the the crystal or whatever. And he's flying down towards the planet and Zerg attacks the ship. And he's like, ah, and grabs the crystal out of it. And Buzz then shoots the crystal and it explodes. And then Buzz, uh, because he had ejected out of the cockpit, he shoots the crystal, it explodes. And then he uses the jetpack to catch up with the aircraft that has all of his friends in it. Right. And guide that to safety. But that's it. Like, that's the end of Zerg. Is this, he says, not today, Zerg, exactly like Tim Allen says it. Uh, and 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 that's his, that's the final thing. And he does the arm, arm laser, you know, whatever. Yep. And, and it shoots the crystal and it's done. But that, that's it. There, <laughs> there is nothing else to it. And, and that is such an anticlimactic way that literally that dispatched your villain, your big bad. Why there wasn't there. I keep calling a climax. That was not a climax. No, because it it meant nothing for for Buzz to stand up to Zerg in that way meant nothing. And for Zerg to go out like that meant nothing. Um, and of course, we know from the three post credit sequences that Zerg is not dead. Um, are they planning on a sequel? Were they thinking they might get a sequel to this thing? <sighs> Well, they won't because it did not do well. It, Good it, Lord. It, it, it was a failure. It made $226 million. It barely made its budget back. Wow. Which I'm yeah. thankful for because like, that's the thing. Like if you don't want this to happen, don't even yeah. go see it to hate watch it. Yeah. Just don't watch it. Here, Here's the problem. Like I always assumed. So the the, the, the film starts with that car that's like, Andy saw a movie. Yeah, I want to talk this about that. This is the movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Well, okay, so Angus, so the director, you know, he'd been working at Pixar for a while. So he co-directs Finding Dory with Andrew Stanton. And okay. so then he was able to make a pitch on a Buzz Lightyear film, this says. Um, he says, having always wondered what movie Andy Davis saw in the original Toy Story. Wait, wait, wait. 19- Andy Davis? Yeah, that's his name. I never knew he had a last name. I did, but I don't know why I know that, but I did know that. Wow. Um, okay. Right. Having always wondered what movie Andy Davis saw in the original Toy Story to get interested in a Buzz Lightyear action figure. 
So I have a huge problem with that sentence. Okay. Number one, I wonder what movie he saw. Who says he saw a movie? Who says the story reason is he saw a movie? Yes. Thank he you. Did. I was going to talk about this. I was going to talk about that. He, he saw a movie? That That's your yeah. idea? How about he's six years old and he's given a spaceman toy? Enough said. Uh, if someone gave me a spaceman toy when I was six, I'd shit my pants. I'd be like, whoa, right. look at Especially this. Especially one that has like a wings that come out and has the laser. Do you and have the- to, do you have to, it's such a, it's such a limited mindset that, that a kid has to see a movie maybe like this one and buy toys from it. You asshole. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like a kid has to see a movie to be inspired yeah. to have a toy. Right. My son today on the way to school, my six year old son played with the parking placard that I used to pick them up from school. <laughs> Cause it looks like a car. I said, here, just hold yeah. this and pretend it's a real car. He held up to the window. Ooh, I'm on the grass now. It doesn't, I, I, I made paper figures and cut them out and taped yeah. them together. Yeah, I played. I played with a. I made a toy out of, out of my house keys when I was a kid. I just called yeah. it Super Key Man. I'm not kidding. This is fucking real. You think I'm making this shit up? I did this. I <laughs> I, I did it for like two years. I had a little yeah. voice. I'm Super Key Man. He was had like he had three little, and the little keychain was like his body. Is like his robe, and the keys okay. like looked like little angry eyes. And so he was like, ah. it was a, <laughs> it was the it was the best thing ever. I'm not kidding. This is a real thing. I, awesome. Super Key Man was was uh, was his name. Okay. It was very stock, but uh, no one else. Fine. No one else had that sort of thing. Sure. I had a lot of friends. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is, like, children don't need external inspiration to use their imagination. And if you hand them a cool toy, they'll just like it. You don't have to go. Yes. Here's a movie where he does stuff. You know, you might want to watch this to to know that he's cool. They yeah. just know it. So the fact that he saw a movie number two, Toy Story, which they acknowledged. To, you know, came out in 1995. Yep. Um, this kind of production value and light year film, not possible in 95. Um, right. So maybe you go, well, maybe Toy Story doesn't take place in 1995. Nothing says it takes place in 1995, even though like it does, because that's it the does. that's that's when it was made. All right, fine. Let's pretend it takes place in 2022. Okay. Yeah. You watch Lightyear. Wow. Amazing visuals. Crystal clear picture. If you're Andy, you watch that like, wow, that was amazing. And you walk out of the theater and you look around, you're like, why the fuck do we look like Fortnite characters? <laughs> like you yeah. see that and you're like, wow, what well yeah. rendered, like, oh, cool looking, the skin fingers look great. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah. I look like a polygon man. Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. Correct. At all. To the fact that they put on a title card before the film. They didn't write a scene, Dustin. They didn't Correct. do any animation because it was a last minute choice to say, yes. we've got to tie it. They put a title card on before the score even goes. Dustin, they didn't even write extra music for it. They literally yep. just moved the editing sequence to the yep. right. Dup. 10 Dup. seconds. There you put go. up a black and white title card and yep. then re-exported the thing. That's it. That's oh all they did. Oh my God. That's all they did. And... And think about how much fun it would have been to see like young Andy in the theater with his buzz and his Woody and all the toys in the different seats and mom and, you know, and like all of that. And he's like, yeah, come on, we're going to see. And like, and then the lights dim and then you go into the picture, Mm -hmm. right? Like, show me that visually. Don't tell me with a a boring black, Mm -hmm. uh, white on black text that just says Andy saw a movie. Yeah. 
Cool. I'd love to see Andy see a movie. That would have been great. Um, also, that same six-year-old son of mine currently doesn't read. Yeah. So your title card, whew, yeah. right over his yeah. head. He's like, right. Oh, let's move, move out of yeah, the way right. of the action. Yeah. Keep just do a story. Here's a title card, uh, kid. Little kid. Yeah. Want to read? Yep. You want to read, yep. motherfucker? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, but that's the, so, so I've got a few points and, and, I, and they're going to piggyback on the, on the ones you said. Uh, point number one was, was why did Andy have to see a movie? Mm-hmm. I, I had never assumed it was a movie. No. My assumption watching toy story was that this was a toy, you know, like in the nineties, there toy. were all of those hot new toys like yep. Furby. It's yep. not based on anything, no. <laughs> but like everyone has to have it because that's yeah. the it toy. That's yeah. what I always thought Buzz was. Everybody had a Buzz and and Andy wanted a Buzz. Yes. And if you if you think about it, then like in that strange things are happening to me mm-hmm. sequence, like all the uh, cowboy and Indian stuff comes down mm-hmm. and, and up goes Buzz Lightyear memorabilia. Yeah. But it's all super stylized. Yes. Uh, memorabilia. It's not realistic humans like this film would present. It doesn't look like it was licensed by this studio with this Correct. character design of Buzz Lightyear. The other characters he's with are not on his comforter. Correct. And that and that's the other thing. So Angus had said at one point, like the toy Buzz is a stylized version of of this character and the reason it's tim allen's voice is because you know they often don't get the actual celebrity who plays the character to voice the toy oh so they got someone way better to voice the toy (laughs) (laughs) shots fired um but yes um and and so like that's the thought process and and i'm like okay again here's the problem with the whole thing is if andy saw this movie the idea that none of the merchandise bears any resemblance to the actual version that would be like if every single piece of star wars merchandise had an animated luke skywalker yeah <laughs> no it's all mark hamill's yeah. likeness yeah. is all his like in most cases it's not even the drew struzan art a lot of times it's like a it's like a key art photo yeah that they took of mark hamill and it's on the sleeping bag or the comforter or the whatever, the poster. And and that's what it is. So it doesn't make sense. If anything, this film should have been like a really super stylized version, just like the action figure. Um, but whatever. Um, and then if you take into account that in Toy Story 2, Ham, Ham and Rex are playing the Buzz Lightyear video game, which starts mm-hmm. the movie. It's also stylized to look like the toy. So you're yeah. telling me that they created a video game that looks like the toy and not a video game that looks like the the character, the actual actors playing the characters in presumed yeah. live action. This is dumb. Um, yeah. None of it makes any sense. Um, and and yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. The impetus for like this idea of like, oh, well, it has to be a movie. No, it doesn't. The, the truth is you are a huge Star Wars fan and you wanted to try to make something in the vein of Star Wars. And this was the only way you could get it sold. And that and that's dumb to me. Um, and and you're going to like ape so many things from the original trilogy in by saying, oh, but this is where that comes from. The reason Buzz says you're a sad, strange little man is because he says it in the movie. And the reason Buzz says blast 
is because he says it in the movie. And, and, and I'm like, no. The idea that like Andy seeing this film is what gave Buzz Lightyear his characterization. It's like yeah. the toys just are who they are. So are you telling me that everything that Buzz ever says in the Toy Story movies, he somewhere yeah. said in this movie? Yeah. No. He has no free Clearly will not. at all. He's just programmed. Right. To, like, that's the thing. It's like when you make too many Toy Story films, you have to you have to look and, and they proved it by making Toy Story 4. You yeah. realize that there are limitations to this world you've created. You create a yeah. world where toys exist and they weren't they were they were manufactured, but they inherently have the soul that they are ostensibly born with. Their prime directive is to be played with, to bring joy. And it yeah. is the toys who have been disillusioned from that that create problems for our heroes. Yeah. And if you go too far outside that box because you've made too many films, you get yeah. Toy Story 4 where it's like, well, let's let's choose differently. And it's like, yeah. but then you're you're undermining your own message. We talked about that when we talked about Toy Story 4. So with yeah. this, it's just like, yeah, okay, these are humans, but like, what are we doing now? It's not even a Toy Story film anymore. And in, and to be right. fair, it's not like it's Lightyear, a Toy Story story. Story. At least <laughs> yeah. it's at least it's not that. Yeah. But it's not that much. It's not that much better. It's it's no. very cynical, and it's disappointing because like it just furthers Pixar's. I'm not even gonna say recent. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pixar's current decline in quality. Yeah. They still yeah. have not made a movie as good as Incredibles two. Um you know, to me. And yeah. even, you know, there's a couple before that that are, you know, I mean, Inside Out was probably the last movie they made that that you and I would probably agree is is great. Yes. Um, you know, and then uh, beyond that, I I love Incredibles too a lot, but that's for like um <clears throat> that's for that's for, you know, parent parent reasons, multiple children, parent tired parent reasons. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, identify yeah, right, right. with it very yeah, much. Sure. Um sure. But, but uh but the but the idea that this was that this had to be made and and it's oh no and it's good that it was made and and uh this really you know we want to get behind like what did Andy see and it's like man can I just can I just give you like a truth can I just inject you with a truth Sam is that really what you think or are yeah. you just trying to justify like I, I work just at Pixar it's my turn to make a film I have no ideas I thought of this and everyone thought it was a bad idea but then I told them we could market it really well and so they let me make it right because that's that's, what, that's that, what it is that's what that's what it feels like to me that that yeah. reads is more realistic to me than no i convinced them this was a good idea you convinced yeah. a room full of adults this is a good idea or you convinced yeah. them it would sell yeah that's guess what, what? neither is true yep and <laughs> and so like i i feel like this film would have been a lot better had it been more tonally in line with toy story yeah. um and 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 if in the 90s like if if we made this if if this film was made as if it were a 90s movie and by that i mean like show me a little bit janky visual effects like a little bit janky whatever like make it kind of feel like this is what andy would have seen in 1995 you know mm -hmm. like what what would it have looked like what would it have been like and and um and if you still want to do this super polished version you can almost sell that by having like you know the opening shot with andy and the toys watching the movie the camera goes in and we see this big like you know polished version and the camera comes back out and we see what it actually looks like on the screen and it's janky and whatever and then, but, but now we realize we're seeing the movie as Andy's seeing it in his imagination. Mm -hmm. Um, 
then then it almost sells that a little bit better, like why this is so pilot polished. Mm-hmm. But what's weird is like this has none. I I would have liked that better, and I would have liked it better if it had uh, been more tonally in line with with Toy Story and like the the great. I, say what you will about um, you know the music for Toy Story, um, which is I think very closely tied with Woody, mm-hmm. but. But that style of music and that style of like, you know, action sequence, I think would have gone a long way here to make these these sequences more memorable. Yeah. If if the if the uh, music was more boisterous, what's the name of the guy that did the music? Randy um, Newman. For Randy Newman. Yeah. If Randy Newman had done the score for this and it was like, you know, that um, abrupt like. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. you know kind of stuff like obviously that's western but you know what i mean like that yeah but but make it like you know spacey and whatnot but like you have to i feel like you have to do you had to do that to really sell this to me yeah and don't go hardcore on like these are lines from toy story be like this feels like toy yeah story. The, the exact that's yeah. the difference the undercurrent the yeah the, yes yep so so they went the wrong way they went fan service instead of story service and which which in turn would have become fan service um and and they in other, in other words they took a shortcut to the mm-hmm. feels and ended up bypassing the feels altogether they took a shortcut to the feels but they missed the reels hey Nicely done. Yeah, thank Nicely you. Nicely done. So no, no, no recommendo for no. <laughs> for Lightyear. Um, also, the Zerg twist is dumb. I, I still I didn't have a problem like with the arc. I didn't have a problem with the like the conceit of like you know I've got this guilt about not finishing the mission. I've doomed everybody to like spending their the entire lives on this planet, and I I did like the idea of like. No, dude, like we moved on, like we made a life here, like no one, no one regrets it and no one blames you. I liked yeah. that angle because that felt like sure. Pixar. That felt like yeah. a mature way of just like, I mean, yeah, we're stuck here and it's all your fault. But like, there's not one scene of like, God, Lightyear, you're, you're a real fuck up. You know, there was no, no <laughs> one was mad at him. Not yeah. once. And he just has this, this, this self-imposed complex, complex and this guilt about it. I liked that, but the problem is that's such that's such a small part of the movie, um, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, so specifically, like the idea that Zerg is not his dad, mm-hmm. which they of course play tribute to, pay tribute to, because he says "dad", dad? Yeah, when he, he sees himself, yeah. and it's like, look, if if future Dustin showed up, there's no way on earth I'm going to look at future Dustin and go, "Dad." Um, <laughs> Even even that the, the that joke, it's like that's one of my least favorite jokes in Toy Story Two because it's just playing. It's just an extension of the of the Star Wars gag, yeah. and yeah. it's like I'm gonna play catch with my dad, and it's like but he's not really your dad. You're both toys. You weren't be, you weren't begotten by him. It's just one of those where I was like, let's not go into that territory. These these characters don't have parents or or siblings. They're they're just toys. Like. No, I, I, I always thought that was funny in Toy Story 2 and like, you know, a clever thing, because to me, the impression I got was in whatever, you know, source material that Buzz comes from, or maybe mm-hmm. just the back of the box, oh, because it's just saying. a toy. Right. 
they reveal that Zerg is the father of Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Right? Like, like imagine, you know, they, they release Buzz. He's the big hot toy. And yeah. then the toy company says, we've got to have another toy to yeah. go with the Buzz Lightyear doll. And they say, oh, right, let's create Zerg. And then the, it's the toy company who says, it's his father. Right. And as a reference to Star Wars. Gotcha. And so that okay. becomes part of what Zerg see like i am your father yeah, because that's all he knows yeah. that's what he's been programmed to know because he's a toy and then and i always loved that that at the end like play ball with my dad like yeah, i always yeah. thought that was funny <laughs> and um yeah i always thought that was funny and so in this i kept waiting i was like so i know zerg's in this he's on the poster mm-hmm. so i kept waiting for somebody to say offhanded like well, your father, Buzz, was a, a great sp-. and i was yeah. like all right it's coming it's coming and it never came and then there's zerg and i'm like well, you can introduce the dad now. Yeah. Like, so it can't be his dad. Yeah. And then it's like, but then that ruins Toy Story 2. Because mm-hmm. where did Zerg get the idea that he was his dad if he's not his dad? Yeah, that's true. Then that would mean the Zerg toy was changed for manufacturing. It's like they changed it from being future Buzz to just his dad. And and it or <laughs> it means that the that the Zerg toy has free will to create his own canon. Or in the Buzz Lightyear story, he went back in time and 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 borked his own mom. I <laughs> and you know that's weird too. Imagine six year old Andy seeing that. Like, wait, but but Buzz, he's like drawing on a whiteboard. Like, yeah. Wait a second. Wait, hold on. No, wait, no, 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 no. Wait a second. Now, like, he doesn't think about it for years, but then after he has like the talk with his mom, he just sit in his room one day and he's like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> I so I kept expecting another twist in this, um, which was that the older Buzz stole the Zerg suit from Buzz's dad uh-huh. in the future, <laughs> and so I kept waiting for like at the end. So the, the, genuinely, what I thought was going to happen was he's on the ship, mm-hmm. not today, Zerg, and it explodes, whatever. And then like the real Zerg comes out mm-hmm. once they get back on Earth. Yeah. And it's like, what? And then the real Zerg is like, yeah, they stole my my costume. Yeah. And he's like, I'm your daddy, Buzz. You know, whatever. Who knows? But whatever. Anyway, I'm I, fe- I I'm feel done. like it would have been good to like have like that idea, but he's just like, he, 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 at first he's like, no, I am your dad. And he's like, buzz, I have this plan. I figured it out. You know, I'm not this bad guy. And so for like, for like half of the movie, you're like, Oh, Zerg's going to be a good guy. They're going to work together. And then it's revealed by hopefully nonverbal storytelling. Wait a second. My dad, no, my dad was killed. Wait a minute. Who are you then? He's like, I'm you bitch. And he's like, oh. I'm future you. And then that part's a twist, not like an immediate yeah, there thing. You go. That and, too. He, and so not only it's like you, you, you took my dad from me, like my dad's dad. Yeah, yeah, and even worse, yeah. that's future me becomes a murderer, kills my own yeah, dad my and own manipulates dad. past me. And yeah. then it's like, no, Zerg is evil. And then yeah. you do that whole thing. Yeah, there you go. We both imagine yeah. better movies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, anyway. cause that would have been Whatever. messed up. Like, yeah, well, kids can't handle that. Yes, they can. This, yes, they this can. movie is not for kids. I'm no. sorry. I, I have a hard time <laughs> believing that any kid watched this movie and went, that's my favorite Toy Story movie. Or, oh, that's great. I loved it. My son did because it's a okay. because it's a new thing. Um, yeah. I asked them like, oh, what do y'all like? And they were like, Lightyear, Lightyear. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, but that's just the newness. That'll, it's that'll just wear the newness. Off. And they're also children. What do they know? Right, right. But yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, whatever. I, uh, I'm sure next they're going to do the Woody's Roundup movie with Chris Pratt as Woody, and it's going to be. <laughs> Uh, with that 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 in undeterminate midwestern accent he has <laughs> yes <laughs> you're right exactly like, howdy ma'am well uh hey well look at that there's a snake in my boot there's like no 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 stop oh don't say stop. it no they're gonna do it directed by angus mclean they're gonna do it and we're it's so gonna, and it's you're so pleased with that last failure you directed how about you do this one and it's going to be Nick Offerman as the pro- as the prospect of Stinky Pete. <laughs> oh man! And Scarlett Johansson's going to play Jesse, isn't she? <laughs> she? There's no way around it. This this is happening. Yep. And yep. Bullseye is going to talk. He's going to be yep. voiced by Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> That's what this is going to be. guys, we're going to walk to the store. I don't know. We're going to ride like the wind. Oh, gosh. It's so painful. I laugh, but like, I really can see that happening. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen. All right. Let's end this episode before it does. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> That's how we'll end. That's how we're going to end. And it's going to start pain. with the title card. And it's going to say, this is a movie that Andy's dad saw. Yeah. In 1955. <laughs> Andy's dad saw this movie and then passed. And then he got the butt, the Woody doll and passed it on to his son before he died tragically in a car accident. Yeah, exactly. He, at yeah. the age of 27. 30 years and- after watching this film, he abandoned his family. And... <laughs> <laughs> And his son, he lives in Florida now. He started a new life, but we'll never know that. He dropped out of college, and oh, now he how about this? Smokes crack on, by a circle K. <laughs> the end card is actually Andy's dad is still alive. He owns Al's toy barn. <gasps> He's Al, and then we we recontextualize Al. Al is Andy's oh, long no. lost dad, and he goes back oh. to his 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 ex wife's new house to steal his old toy back from his. Son, he abandoned. (laughs) It's the chicken man. (laughs) It's like a real chicken because he walked out on his family. That's what makes him a chicken. That's the message. Yeah. That's the the message behind the whole thing. Wow. We just wrote two probably serviceable films that are much more interesting. (sighs) I'm I'm disappointed in us. We have to stop. We have to stop giving people ideas. Yep. All right. Well, that that's it for that. That's it for that one. Uh.